Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's most prominent media, we'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Experts Podcast. My name is Nick Hayes, and I've got Lana Hill. Lana Hill, how are you? Oh, welcome. Welcome, Nick Hayes. Oh, thank you. Thank you for welcoming me. <laughs> it's so good to be on your show, Lana. Oh, it's a pleasure. <laughs> Let's face it, the Expert Podcast is your show. Oh, no. No, it's the, it's the Hill and Hayes show. The Hill and Hayes. Hayes and Hill. I love it how you went first with Hill. <laughs> Well, we have we had this a psychologist in the in the in the in the room. I know, I'm excited. This psychologist uh, has uh, she's a regular on Channel Nine. She's their go-to psychologist, and uh, I think in these COVID nineteen times that we've been living in, never have we needed good sound advice and understanding of what's going on in the big wide world. Marnie Lishman, welcome to the show. Hello, how are you going? Very well. Well, you look a little <laughs> nervous there, Marnie. Is I it... don't get nervous anymore, Nick. Don't you? No. No? No. You shouldn't with us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you do so much media. It's, it is it is near ridiculous and you've been doing it for a, a long time. And, I, and I, when I say ridiculous, it is a huge time commitment that you make to go away and do this. How long have you been doing it and, and why do you do it, Marnie? Oh, how long have I been doing it, Nick? I oh. kind of started with you. Oh, you? okay. <laughs> There's the first one. Okay. Well, you are a media stable member. You've been doing this for, for yeah. a period of time. It's what, four years now? I think it was 2014 because I'm, I'm thinking of the house I was living in at the time. <laughs> wow, six years. Yeah, exactly. I went on this massive Twitter kind of follow rampage and I think I followed you, Nick, <laughs> and then you followed me back. And then we had a conversation and then that's when it all started. So it was a, it was a social media engagement that kicked us off? I think so. Yeah. I think so. And at the same time, because on my Twitter rampage, um, I also followed the editor of the Sunday Times around the same time. <laughs> so then I kind of became the Perth Now columnist at the same time as I joined you. Yep. And then it was like, it just kind of went from there. It's wow. A, it's amazing yeah. how one little media engagement and starting with a social media post, how you can then find yourself in the newspaper, yes. find yourself on TV. Yes. It's just a, a bit of a snowball effect. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure, it was. So what, which, which medium? Before I throw Lana into asking you all the hard-hitting <laughs> questions because she only lets me do all the easy ones. Um, which medium is it the one that you like? Which is the one that you enjoy the most? Oh, that's a really hard question because I know when I first started, I actually said to Nick, do not put me in front of a camera. I, I heard about so that. <laughs> um, and I was like, stick, I just like written. I like to write my content. I like to be hidden away. And um, I think I kind of enjoy the TV stuff the most now. I've had a, a kind of a year break of all of writing columns and articles because um, they're a big time commitment. So I actually really like the short, quick um, messages that I can give out either radio and TV now just because my workload is so heavy. Um, yeah, writing writing content and columns, you know, 700 words, like to make it good, it takes hours and hours and hours of my time. So um, even though I do enjoy that when my workload is heavy, the quick the quick TV and uh, radio is, uh, is 
gets my message across, but it's also heaps of fun. <laughs> Lana, would it be fair to say Marnie Lishman would probably be the most recognised psychologist here in Western Australia? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, prolific is the word that comes to mind when oh, I think of you, thanks. Marnie. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> We're all friends here. Um, and yeah, I, to think about six years, you've been a media commentator, the go-to in your space for six years, particularly here in Western Australia. Yes. That's yes. a massive achievement. Go yes. all the way back yeah. to when you first reached out to Nick Hayes and, yeah. and the Sunday Times editor. What was your uh, what was your driver for getting into the media? I think. Because uh, I'm a health and community psychologist, so I'm a little bit different to the average psychologist. So I think when people think of what a psychologist does, they think of someone you go for, I guess, mental health treatment and uh, you're going to see them individually in a room and sit on a couch and talk to them and, yep. and get the help they need. But I guess my angle is that I'm, I've got a very preventative mindset and I feel that we're hidden away far too much and we only can reach people who come and see us and, yep. and actually give help. So my thought was I could reach more people if I just started talking about the issues that I see clients with because obviously there's lots of themes there, you know, very, a lot of stressed people, a lot of anxious people. Yeah. Um, but then the little kind of micro problems that go with that, you know, perfectionism and procrastination and um, yeah, overthinking and catastrophizing and, and all those sorts of black and white thinking. There's all these like little mini things that everyday people do. It's mm. not just the big stuff that I guess the media often focuses on. So I think the mental health issues rhetoric is always the big stuff, you know, suicide and yeah. depression. But there's so many other things that are part of mental health and well-being that we need to be talking about. So I thought maybe if I got out into the media, because that's where people are basically. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't about promoting business. It's about kind of almost leaving a legacy. Like, let's get talking about mental health. Let's let's start talking about all the little things that we all can do, but pitch it in a positive way. Let's yeah. not just talk about the depressing stuff. Let's talk about all the little things that we can all do to make sure that we are on point as much as we possibly can be. I told you, Marnie, Lana asks all the big questions. She, does. she asks the good ones. So heavy, so quickly. So heavy, so quick. We, and I've talked to you about, you know, which one do you enjoy? But I mean, is it... What was it like the first time? Because you would have, it just getting in front of a, a TV camera and yes. and presenting yourself, and particularly as a psychologist, on the issues that you have to cover. Yes, um, they're not easy. No, and also too, your industry can be a little bit. And I, I, I might be, you know, wiping a, a broad brush across across the canvas here. Yep. Is that they can be a little bit niggly at each other. Yes, they don't really like too many people standing, putting their heads above no, the parapet. No, and I'm quite an introvert, and I'm quite a nervous person. <laughs> so when I first had to do it, and I actually remember the day that I got asked by Channel Nine to come on. It was the day before I was supposed to go on. They rang me and said, "Can you come on live at like?" seven o'clock in the morning so back then that was like Perth today but it was in a kind of studio and you, you sat on stools yeah oh my gosh <laughs> I think I nearly had a heart attack <laughs> and I actually rang you guys and I was like oh my gosh <laughs> I have to go on live tv because I hadn't done it before I think I'd done today tonight in my office so and that isn't live so I wasn't as nervous for that because I thought they'd just cut out if I made mistakes but this was live 
And I think I was. Can I swear? Here you go. I think I was a bit shit <laughs> on that first go. <laughs> if you're going to swear, let's, let's go oh, all in. Oh, I don't want to say the other one. <laughs> yeah, but but I was super shit. You should hear gutter mouth Lana over here inside the office. That is, that's not swearing. That's, that's just a minor misdemeanor. That's nothing. Hey, I, I, I'm, I'm going to share a photo on the, the, the page that, uh, that I put up on this post because I was up north uh, on holidays when you did that today tonight piece oh. and I'm looking up and uh, I was watching I think the, there was there was a probably a West Coast Frio game on at the same time as the, the whatever oh. was going on and, and there was Marnie Lishman <laughs> up on the today tonight screen and I yelled at hey I know that one <laughs> <laughs> and it was like it's like hey it's one of ours but it was it's it's sort of you just don't know when you're going to get seen heard or or yes. taken in have you been shocked by the kind of um, engagement that you get or the fact that people know who you are because of your yes. media commitments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do get people that smile at me at the shops and I don't know them. And I'm thinking, oh, gosh. Shoot. So it makes me a bit nervous about going to the shops. Because you know when you go to the shops, you look a bit, again, shit. <laughs> and I think they go, because normally, you know, when you're on TV, you kind of Camera packed ready. with makeup. Yeah. yeah. But when you're at the shops, you're not. So they're kind of like, I kind of know you, but I don't quite You look know a bit you. different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look a bit haggard. But that's that's the beauty of it is that, you know, when we – the most powerful thing about working with the media is that, yeah, we're delivering our content, we're delivering our IP, our, our, our experience and our knowledge, but it does carry on. And I think the most powerful thing that you can have, particularly as an expert, is that when people – when you walk into a room, people recognise you and see you and go, I know who you are because you stand out. And, yeah. and this is the most important thing because in a very crowded business world, this is the whole aim, isn't it, Lana, to, to stand out? Oh, absolutely. Being top of mind, I, you know, and I think with any sort of marketing or media, that's the aim. It's it's lifting your brand awareness higher than anybody else's. So when they're ready to make that purchasing decision, that they'll they'll make it with you. And I yeah. think it's, as one of our previous uh, interview interviewees have said, uh, it is about your clients or your potential audience being able to build trust with you over time, yes. which is so important for your oh, area for of work. Sure, for sure. And I guess my focus is is on professional people, so high-achieving professionals who are going through personal life stuff, and it might be cognitive stuff, so things that are going on with their thinking or they're stressed out or their relationship's broken down, but they're they're, they're people that work really hard. And, and I guess when I do all my personal branding and also when I'm – pitching my content to different um, arms of media I'm always talking to that person behind the professional mm. and being authentic is mm. very important in everything I do so you'll find that I talk about important stuff but I will also joke around you know so I try and balance it all out that I don't care how successful you are you've all got a personal life and you all go through hard times so I try and always be a real person I don't want to be kind of not put myself on a pedestal, but I don't want to put people in the media on a pedestal at all because we all go through stuff. Yeah. Yep. And so I entwine that all in all my messages. I love that, Lana, because that's also to the way that Marnie does deliver it. It just is, uh, it's more than that sort of white collared stiff doctor sitting in the corner, yeah. you know, giving me the, the, the hard advice. It's You've <laughs> got to have fun with it and you've got to be able to deliver it in a way that the audience wants it oh, as well. Yeah. And that sure. and that is such a that's a skill set. It's it's a skill set I don't necessarily think comes naturally. And 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 I'll shoot this to you 
Marnie, is it, mm-hmm. is it, I know you, you're going to say this, is that it, it does come naturally from you because that's just who you are. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, I am a bit of a nervous person anyway. So I actually use humour in a lot of my things <laughs> to get rid of my I, I'm still trying to get over this nervous, I know. nervous psychologist I because one thing that, you know, we go to a psychologist because we're probably suffering from I know. But, but you, 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 can, you can actually see that. You can relate. You can relate. Well, well, exactly, exactly. And I do think I have a lot of empathy, which is kind of good given the job I'm in. <laughs> so I really understand what people are going through. But I, again, one of the, it's kind of back to one of the questions that you asked me before is why did I do this because I think a lot of psychologists we have so much to offer we have so much to offer people and there's so many psychologists not only I guess sitting in their offices but in academia who are producing this amazing research that will help other people but it's not really pitched in layman's terms so not the average person's not going to go read a journal article that <laughs> that's showing the evidence for some sort of technique, but I can turn it and churn it into something that everyone can help with. So I think there's a big gap there. It's a massive gap, Lana, because you know what? I, I love what you just said there. You know, academia sit there and would be, they, what they love and adore is the 15 people that might read that journal. Yeah. And for a lot of in ac- academia, they don't want to get in <laughs> front of the 100, 150,000 that no. might be in a printed magazine or newspaper it, it's 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 mind-boggling yeah it's yeah. actually really silly and a bit sad because what's the point of doing all of that wonderful study and research and if you're not impacting and I love what yeah I love what you said about you know wanting to leave the legacy money because yeah. and I think as well the way the way that you approach uh you know all the all the mental health and the various topics you touch on picking up on those small things helps us realize there is isn't a negative stigma. There doesn't yeah. have to be, um, and it's worth it's worth investing in your mental health. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I know there's some articles that I've written where someone's actually contacted me, and even just the the producers that I've given the work to, <laughs> they've written, they've gone. Um, were you watching me this morning? Because <laughs> like, it'll be like sleeping or something or getting up or you can't get up properly or your perfectionism or whatever it is. And they're like, were you watching what I was doing? <laughs> like, you're talking because I actually do those sorts of things. So, yeah, I just think there's so much amazing stuff that psychologists produce and it's just not getting, it's not filtering down to people enough. Yep. Um, and even I have trouble reading some journal articles. I, I do read just the abstract sometimes <laughs> because it's a bit boring. I don't even know how you can afford to get near the journal. They cost that much to get access exactly. to, and they're, not, and they're not they're not that freely available. Um, exactly, it's crazy. Now you you've got a young family. Yes. What 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 does your your son and daughter feel around you as a, a bit of a television superstar? Do you, do you get a bit of a buzz from that? No. <laughs> Hard Usually no. they forget. Like they, they get ready for. Um, well, I think they've changed their name. Nine years at four. I was just going to say Perth Live or whatever I'm on. Um, yeah. So they, they tune in for that. Yeah. But my, sometimes they forget because some other cartoon is on. <laughs> I can't, look, there's nothing that's going to beat a cartoon. Just quietly. I mean, you know. They get distracted, so it's but, not that important to them. But I, 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 I suppose that the, we. we as a as a mum and 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 a, and a working mum, um, yes. getting out there and uh, fitting all of this in, it, yes. it does impose into their lives as well because. Um, obviously, you know, you can't always have uh, <laughs> um, sitting in daycare or when no. you've got all those media commitments that you yes. have. Have they come yes. along with you on the journey? Yes, they certainly have. So they've come into the studio 
um, some of the time when they're a little bit younger into the studios. Um, other times, <laughs> I've I've timed everything perfectly well. Like I have a fine tuned machine of a life because <laughs> I am a I am sole parent, so I don't have anyone to help me. So sometimes I might shift radio kind of interviews to the point where I've just dropped them off at training. So I'll sit in the car, or I'll be on the way home from school, and I'll say. I'll drive for like five minutes and then I'll dump them at a park <laughs> and I'll go play in the playground for a minute and don't come back until I wave. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, hey, I, yeah. I feel like if Marnie's doing it, it's okay for all of us to do that stuff. <laughs> Actually, it's a really good point behind this where I'm, where I'm raising is because we are all very busy and we have more than just our professional lives that we're, 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 yes. we're having to take care of here. And Lana, you're, you're a, a working mum as well. You've obviously seen that as well and I think that there's one message to everyone that's listening here right now don't make excuses for not being a part of the media you've got to want to be a part of it and you can work around it but at the same time your little ones they're going to love it yeah and they're also going to love the freedom to jump out to a park for 10 (laughs) minutes while mum's on the radio (laughs) if there is a 101 you know idea on how to keep your kids occupied while you're engaging the media that's it yes exactly I think yeah and every media expert (laughs) I I know one of the first radio interviews I ever did was inside my walk-in wardrobe (laughs) with the door closed and it was so hot (gasps) in there it was summer upstairs (gasps) and I was perspiring (laughs) perspiring that's so ladylike um and sweating yeah (laughs) you can say sweating some things you have to do yeah for sure yeah my walk-in wardrobe is the place to where I go for most of my interviews, my my um six PR interviews. Something. Have I been missing something? The walk-in wardrobe is that my now new studio? Well, yeah, it's like your walls in the studio that we're sitting in. Like yeah. it's actually covered in all my clothes, so the sound is really good. <sighs> and yeah, Brilliant. but I still have the dog waltz up, and the cat seems to announce itself every time I enters a room. Yeah. So some of my pets have featured. Not only my kids, yeah, um, having a fight it. downstairs, but the the, the pets. <laughs> that makes it so real. I, I will share with one uh, when my little one was uh, growing up, my, one of my media engagements, and I could see him running down the hall because he saw me. And I've just <laughs> sort of went, I've closed the door and I've had to hang on while I'm talking on the phone, talk, doing the radio interview, and he's screaming his head off. And I was like, sorry, you know, I, I, I can't remember the station, but I just said, sorry, I've just got a little guy that wants to, my attention at the moment. And uh, that, that, that interview finished pretty quickly. They could hear yes. him. He had lungs that uh you know a, a, that a, penetrated <laughs> i feel like it's different now money you would have done a few interviews via zoom or oh yeah during sure. the coronavirus period for sure and we've all had those things happen yep yep and i think like i even i think i might have even pitched to you guys a, a kind of a, a piece of content saying incidental connection like we're actually learning about other people's lives and realizing that we're all imperfect and we've all got these personal lives uh behind this professional facade that we all put on and it's actually helping us connect because oh. we all laugh when we see these things. You're Very spo- true. You're spot mm. on. You're spot on. And I think also too, our significant others are also finding out a little bit more about us as well. Exactly. Working from home, you know, little traits that we might have. Oh, I didn't realise you did that between eight and uh, five o'clock yeah. <laughs> each day. Exactly. You know, and you know, your work husband or your work wife is yes. all of a sudden, you know, engaging now with your real wife or your real husband. It's like, yeah. you know, what's happening here? It's like all our words, worlds are now coming into one. Exactly. 
Marnie, the psychology of everything. I think that psychologists, there's not enough of them out there uh, mm-hmm. as far as that work well with the media because yes. I think what you, to your point and to your credit is that you, you deliver to an audience. Um, what does it mean for you and your business though? Where Are you attracting new business? Are you getting uh, new collaborations with people because of your media profile or is it yeah. still just because of you? <laughs> just me. You are it's a both. Just me. It's all me. You are a very unique, nervous individual. Um, you know, but you know, tell us—is is it has it helped you? Oh, for sure. Take it to another oh, level. Oh, big time, big yeah. time. I don't think if I'd done the media, I don't think. Oh, I. Because I remember at the beginning, I was just writing this little blog and I don't think it would have been amped. So all those topics, I yeah. could be sitting there you know, six years later, still just writing blogs all the time and not getting the reach that I have. So the blogs and the ideas I have that I would be putting on social media would never have got the reach that they have without doing traditional media. I could retweet and all I want, but I don't think it would have had the impact that it does. So it's been awesome for that but it's also been really awesome to shape my business in the direction that I wanted it to go so if I didn't I would be just a a name on a GP referral I think and I would get all sorts of different clients which is wonderful and I'd be really busy but I guess media has enabled me to shape I guess my message and who I am and show show myself and, and, and be authentic so that I actually attract the right client for me and then enjoy my business more. So, um, yeah, and I think also by that is I might attract lots of clients, but I also some people might go, oh, I know who she is and she's not the right person for me. Mm. And they might go and see someone else. So it actually makes me enjoy my business more because I'm attracting the right fit for me. Yep. And we know as psychologists that therapeutic fit is very, very important. So almost by putting off the wrong client is sending them off to some another psychologist that's the right one, but it's better for them that way as well. So that's well, not just it's, about it's what we in the sales team, so get rid of the tire kickers, uh, <laughs> you know. But, you know, it, it is such a good thing because yeah. what you are doing every time that you're doing a media engagement is you're giving a bit of you yes. mm. and they're subscribing to exactly. your theories and your views. Exactly. And you're winning just as much of those that are staying away from you as those that are attracted to you. Well, exactly, exactly. And it's not about me getting multiple, you know, heaps and heaps of clients. I don't want heaps of heaps of clients. It's yeah. not good for my mental health and well-being either. <laughs> but um, it enables me to almost get less clients but the right, the right ones bit. and then do more I guess, seminars and keynotes and collaborations because that actually helps more people by doing that. Yep. That reaches people who wouldn't ordinarily go and see a psychologist because and now they're just sitting in an audience learning from what I have to say which is still helping people. Marnie, I want to ask you about social media. You've mentioned Twitter a couple of times. Yes. But I know, I think it was even before I was with Media Stable as an expert, so going back quite a way, your uh, posts on Instagram kept popping up yep. and I started following you back then. And I yep. think you still are one of the best in terms of sharing your media engagements with your audience. Yes. That's obviously something you've worked on deliberately yes. in your personal brand. Can you talk yes. us through some of that process? Yeah. So I think I originally started on Facebook. like So I had a, a Facebook business page and Twitter and Insta not so much at the time and LinkedIn. So they're the four ones that I engage in. And I was pretty much even keel with putting out everything. But I guess it's, social media has changed so much, hasn't it, over time? Yeah. And say Facebook, my business page doesn't get much reach. I have lots of followers, but no one sees them unless I 
put money on it, which yeah. most of the time. Naughty not Facebook. I'm Facebook. Not <laughs> Facebook made it really hard to work with you, Facebook. Bad Facebook. <laughs> and I'm not prepared to do. Um, so I kind of do that. Like if I'm creating content for Instagram and LinkedIn, I pretty much just share it to Twitter and Facebook now without much. Like I'm not wanting it. I don't really care about putting it on those, but mm. I do it anyway. Yeah. Um, but I think the most of my content, I do it every day. So I, you probably see that I do probably two or three posts a day, even if it's just an inspo quote that I found that's aligning with how I'm thinking that day. Yeah. Or I'm sharing, I'm curating other people's content and sharing that that aligns with my own messages. And then there's my own content as well. Um, and, you know, I also just put a picture of my dog on there because sometimes she gets more likes than I ever oh. <laughs> um, Can I just say... Can I gorgeous just, dog, by the way. It is a gorgeous dog. And I love what you do on uh, particularly LinkedIn. I'm a, I'm a big follower of what you do on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, but just to your point there about your dog, I mean, I put a photo up. I, I put a little video up of my little um, contraption that saves water. Yeah, 15,000 views. In fact, it just hit 16,000. 15, Thousand. You know how many? You know how many views I get to anything else that's work related? Four. Yeah, six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I think you know what the the one thing that I do, and this is my, my my big question I wanted to to finish off with you was around the content and where it comes from. Yes. Um, because you are prolific at it, and yes. what you've just described there in your content engine and how you yeah. how much you put out there. For a lot of people that are listening here right now going, oh my God, how am I going to find the time to do mm. that? Or where am I going to find the commitment or the discipline to be yeah. able to go away and do that? Where does that come from you? Now, I know, can I just, from the start, psychology, obviously lots to talk about. Oh, yeah. Lots yeah. to talk about. Yeah. But there is a commitment and a passion and yes. um, that comes from you yes. to deliver on that. Where does that come from? It comes from my mind, Nick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my brain. Okay, that's all. Thanks very much. Well, that's, that, that's me out then. Um. Oh, <laughs> even today, talking to you, Nick, like I've got so much more um, content that I can create. <laughs> oh, now, now I'm a topic and You're subject. being analysed, Nick I'm being analysed, oh. no. But there, Many there have tried. Many have tried money. Yeah. Many a time have I laid on the psychologist's yeah. uh, bed there yeah. and yeah, yeah. gave out everything out of the, my mind. Not, yeah. They haven't worked out much yet. But, but yeah. where does it come from? Oh, well, I read a lot of books. So usually I get lot, just, I could get 10 ideas just from reading a book, 10, yeah. 20 ideas. So books, it just, if I if see a quote on social media, like I'm constantly writing down, I've got notes on my phone where I just have hundreds of topics. Yeah. I mean, even my blog has got hundreds that I can keep reusing. It's got yes. over a hundred. Um, but then just reading other people's things, talking to my clients, like every day I, I've made a commitment for years to, to post every single day. Or if I can't even think, I will share somebody else's content. Um, uh, so it's just constant. Good advice, Alana. It really is good advice that because it's, there is a lot of pressure on people to produce content and, and particularly if you're working in fields that doesn't have a lot to talk about. It's, yeah. it, it does get difficult. And I think, yeah, Marnie's just highlighted a real, it's quite a simple thing, but it is a commitment. Yeah. It's just the the lens that you view your world through, yeah. you know, and that's your clients, it's your family, it's your friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think once you switch that on, uh, you can be picking up, and it is all those little things that the that the media wants yeah. to talk about, rather than a big abstract concept or theory. Yeah, no, and you can break big things down because really, there's a reason we're in a business, and you know, it's almost like there's a story always behind why you 
why you think your business is important because it's obviously something that you're good at, something the world needs, and um, you can break that down. So whatever big, even if you're the most niche, niche is that a word? Niche. You did it. Niche. We'll, we'll go with it. <laughs> you're a doctor. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I have the power to make up words now. Um, you can break it down and even just kind of go out a little bit. Because even sometimes if you go out of topic just a little bit, you still can rein it back in into an interview to get your point across. So kind of sometimes it's good to go a bit broader than your topic and then rein it in. Yes. Mm. Before we finish off, I just want to just double down on that point of what you do with your social media. It's not just all work, 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 work. Yeah. And I think it's really important. It's a great message for everyone out there. You know, be put you into it. Oh, for sure. Put yourself into it because it's much as – you know, we don't want to be sold to on Facebook. No. We don't want to be sold to really on Instagram. We want to we want to understand. We want to see something different. We want to also get to know you exactly a little bit better. And I think that's a really important part because I think a lot of brands and a particularly a lot of experts just want to go straight down hard line yeah, not business only stuff. or no. on the other side have a very private uh, social page and not see anything that's about them. Yep. You know, you've got to give more of yourself out there. Absolutely. And yeah, for anyone anyone that wants to, I guess, have a bit of a squeeze at personal brand, I think money does it really, really well because it's branded, it's professional, it's consistent, but it does, you know, it's human. It's yeah. it's relatable and yeah. interactive. So yeah. check her out. Check Excellent. her out. How do we check you out? Is it, where's your, how do we check you out? <laughs> so, so, sounds a bit crude, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> What, what are your what are your social handles? What are they? Is that, yeah, you wanting the social handle with all the little gaps? At and Marnie, is it at Marnie? Is it just at Marnie just Lishman? Marnie Lishman, all of it. Yeah, just Marnie, Marnie with a Y. Marnie Marnie with a y. y. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. we we do finish these podcasts with a little chat about you know what advice would you give an up and comer? All oh, right. What would okay. you what would you tell them? Because I think you've give, <laughs> you've done this before, Marnie. Don't pretend you haven't. Um, <laughs> what a piece of advice would you give them? Oh, consistency. Yes. And don't give up if the universe doesn't give you something back straight away. It's just, what is that thing? Slow and steady wins the race. Persistence. Like every single day, just do, even if it's something small, even if it's one little post, just persistence and just that self-belief that you'll get there eventually. I love that, Lana. I love that because persistence and also consistency, consistency. Yes is one of the biggest uh, tools that you can bring to any of your content production and also to media engagements because it's not about them seeing you once. It's not about having a hero month. It's about having a hero year. Yeah. Exactly. One of the one of the absolute laws of marketing. It's uh, Marnie Lishman. It's been an absolute pleasure. Lovely. Thank you for having me. Fantastic. So <laughs> let's just quickly find out if we want to get in contact with you. And I, and I do highly encourage everyone to follow Marnie on LinkedIn. Um, because her content is prolific and very, very good. Thank you. So it's Marnie Lishman and your <laughs> Instagram and your Twitter. All me. All you, just Marnie Lishman. Yeah. Look it up. All right, great. <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't make it any easier for me. Hey, uh, great to have you in and you. Uh, looking forward to watching more of you and seeing more of you because the world needs more Marnie Lishman. Oh, wonderful. Thanks, Dr. Marnie Lishman <laughs> thanks, in the Lana. studio. Lana, thanks again. Oh, thank you, Nick Hayes. What another great experts podcast. <laughs> always now, a pleasure. Always a pleasure. If you want to listen in and tune in for the next podcast, we'll be talking to another media or expert out there. But it's been a real pleasure to have your company. If you want to find out more, go to mediastable.com.au. We'll see you next week. 
You have been listening to the Experts Podcast powered by Media Stable. To get in touch with the team, head to the Media Stable website, mediastable.com.au.